If you're new to Oak Grove, the Word of God is a central part of our church. It is a central part of who we are. The pulpit is in the middle of the platform, not because of the preacher. It's because of the preeminence of the Word of God. Amen? And prayer is important. That's why these altars are down here, right? We believe in the power of prayer. We believe in personal evangelism. We believe in evangelism and missions around the world. We believe in that. We believe in discipleship. And we believe in vision. We believe in vision. We are Oak Grove, and we have a purpose. You see some uh, posters up here. Our building is old. Uh, good news, we got our new heater in the office. So I think we'll all heal up from the ammonia that we've had all week. It was crazy being in the office. It was like really cold. But the Lord gave us a little heat wave, and now it's back. I mean, oh, the cold is back. I can tell by your worship <laughs> the oil doesn't flow as fast when it's that cold, you know. But anyway, I know your hearts. So our vision, uh, our building is old, and uh, we've been having this building for a long time, but uh, we're grateful because it is debt-free. Somebody shout. We've been debt-free, I don't know, 10 years or more. Uh, burned the mortgage three or four years after we got here. Uh, and, and I attribute that because of faithful people who give to missions. It's missions that turned us around, and uh, it's missions that keep our feet on the ground, and we're thankful for missionaries and missions projects, missions ministries that keep us um, focused on the task at hand, our purpose. But we also believe that uh, Green County and Springfield and Oak Grove Avenue and, and neighborhood is part of that mission. I said the Lord planted a church, Right here, 1946, uh, in May, we celebrate 75 years of serving the community in 417 area. Praise the Lord. You can get excited in May if you don't want to get excited right now. But, but our building on the other side, the old building, so there was three phases. Their first phase is that little building, the Oak Grove Assembly first started, um, I guess, in 68. I don't know when we moved over here, somewhere around there. And then... Um, Jack Moore built, uh, helped us build the, the Family Life Center. He was superintendent of, of Southern Missouri for a while. He's still um, he retired, but still part of, uh, of Oak Grove. Because you never disconnect from Oak Grove. You might leave, you might have to move and go to another state or another place, but you'll always be. I said, we are, and we always will be. You cannot disconnect from us because we're part of the bigger church, Right? God's people, and so um, he built the, that. And then, and then Brother Sugart came and built this building, a massive building. Uh, we seat twelve hundred in here. <clears throat> Praise the Lord! So all are welcome. Come from far away. Come to Oak Grove. We got room for you. I said, "There's room in the pews for you, right?" But uh, faithful people have kept this place going all these years, and we've held in there. We've hung in there through. Tough times, for the pandemic did not stop us. Can somebody give the Lord praise? We are Oak Grove, even in the middle of a pandemic. Worldwide, we didn't stop giving to missions. We didn't stop giving to the building program. We kept on moving. So I'll introduce this to you today. But basically, our church was so old, we had to do something about the children and youth on the other side and the Royal Rangers and Impact the Girls Ministries. Uh, we had to do something about the other side. This side is getting older, but that side is old, old. And uh, either way, we're going to have to invest monies. Either have taken 
regut the whole thing and remodel or redo and uh, or build new. So that's what we as a church decided to build. And um, we'll be sharing all of that with you uh, in a little bit, slide to slide. But I first wanted to give you, before we do all of that, I wanted to give some words. So hang in there with me on the media team. Uh, could you turn your Bibles to Acts 27? I promise this is going to be a short devotion. Chrissy said, Dad, stick to your notes, okay? We have potatoes to eat, right? No. Uh, but um, I just can't help it. Uh, as we move forward in 2021, I want to encourage you in three ways. Uh, Acts 27, I really didn't know where to start. But um, let's start in verse 21. Acts 27, verse 21. Are you there? Shout amen. No. And after the men had gone a long time without food, they're in the storm in the middle of the ship. That's where we are. We are the church, Right? And uh, we're in a storm. And they went without food a long time. Paul stood up before them and said, men, you should have taken my advice. I love that. Don't you love that? You should have. He told them not to go, but they went anyway. And here they are in a storm. How many know if you get godly advice, you ought to take it? Okay, I'm going to go on. I can stop right there and preach a little while. But um. You should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you would have spared yourselves the damage and the loss. If you listen to the preacher and the word of God, how many know you could save yourself some damage? That'll preach another day, but I'm going to go on. on. Verse 22, but now I urge you to keep up your courage because not one of you will be lost. Don't you love that on Mission Sunday? Only the ship will be destroyed. I can say it like this. This old world's going down, but how many know the church is going to go up? Don't worry about it. He said, stay filled with courage. And this is why, verse 23, last night an angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar, and God has graciously, graciously given you the lives of all who sail with you. Isn't that something? So don't be afraid, Paul. I have a plan for you, and therefore you have a purpose. You have to go to Rome. You have to be before Caesar. And since you have to go, and that's my will, and that's my plan, this storm is not going to stop you from my plans. Can I tell you, we need to serve notice on the devil today. Not a plan the devil has is going to stop you from fulfilling God's will for your life. That's the reality of it all. Even this storm, it seems like they're all going to die but look at the last verse of verse 25. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told me. Nevertheless, we must run aground on some island. Don't you love that? We're all going to wreck this ship. It's going down. We're going to run ahead forward on the rocks there. It's going to be bad news. But the good news is we all live. Can I tell you, I know the world's in bad shape. I said, I know America's in bad shape, but how many know the church is still going to heaven? This is not the end of the road, right? The ship may break up. Things may look bad, but we got to hold on to hope. So real quickly, number one, don't lose your head. Keep your peace. Number one, don't lose your head. Keep your peace, right? The Bible declares Isaiah 23, 26.3, that will keep him in perfect peace. What? whose mind is stayed on the Lord. It matters how you think. If you're negative and pessimistic, you probably already have run yourself down into depression. How I many know oh, you got to keep your head straight? You got to keep your nose in the book, right? Keep yourself straight. Philippians 2.5, Paul said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. 
If you have the Lord on your mind, I mean, oh, it's going to be all right. A confused and fatigued mind makes bad decisions. We got a lot of people making bad decisions in the middle of this thing. It's not the time to give up. It's the time to hold on, right? Hold on to faith. Rest in his provision. Be renewed in his peace. Rejoice in his presence. How many know as long as the Lord is with Oak Grove, we're going to make it? Amen? We may not look like much when we get there, but we're going to make it. Number two, number one, don't lose your head. Number two, don't lose your heart. Don't lose your heart. You know the famous scripture, John 14, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Jesus said, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, right? That where I am, you will be also. Hang in there. Don't lose heart. It's going to be all right. How many know getting ready for heaven? I said, we're, <laughs> we're not living on the way to the dying. We're dying on the way to the living. Oh, you got to get this thing straight. It's an it's a eternal perspective here. And so David said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. Set your mind on things above. Let your heart be steadfast and strong. The greatest advice I've ever found in Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path, your future, your plans he has for you. Too many people have at times lost their heart. They lost their heart for their ministry, you know, their own church ministry, like the ministry. Listen, we may not have as many. We all have masks, but how many know we never lost the ministry? I said, the ministry is still going on. We're ministering online. We're ministering overseas. We minister at work. We minister everywhere we go. Just because somebody's having a, a worldwide pan pandemic, you don't stop ministry. You don't lose heart, right? And then some people lose heart for the multitudes. It's Mission Sunday. People are still dying and going to hell. We still got to preach the gospel. Can you imagine? Some churches are starting to say, well, this pandemic has put a hurt on our finances. We can't do missions. You know what I say? Do missions. Do the ministry. There's multitudes that need to hear. Find a way. Make peanut brittle if you have to. Y'all don't remember the old days, do you? We used to make peanut brittle to give to missions or whatever. Well, we never stop the, for the multitudes who need to hear the gospel. And most tragically, many people lose heart for the master, for the Lord himself. You know how many people backslide during adverse situations? It's serious. They're doing well as long as things are good. They're doing good. But things start going sour or south, man, financially or emotionally or spiritually, or some loss of some kind. Boy, down they go. Paul said, I might be knocked down, but I'm not knocked out. I'm still going to lose. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lose heart. I'm going to keep my faith. I'm starting a series next week called I'm Tired, But I'm Going to Keep Moving. We're going to talk in the judges about Gideon. Hey, hey it's going to be good. How many plan to come back to church next week? I love you. It's Valentine's Day. I hope you're here. Gideon, look at it. This is Judges 8-4, just for the record. You can look at it. And uh, it says this, and Gideon came to the Jordan and passed over him and 300 of his men, tired, yet they pursued the enemy. You know what? Yes, we're tired. Of course we're tired. 
Benjamin Franklin said nothing was ever done that wasn't done by tired people. If you're not tired, I wonder what you're doing, right? So, so we're going to do this. It's going to be a good time. And finally, don't lose your hope, right? Don't lose your head. Don't lose your heart. Don't lose your hope. I like what David wrote in Psalm 146.5. Happy is he whose hope is in the Lord our God. I don't care what you're going through today. The word of God urges us in Psalm 42.5. Hope thou in your God. Keep hope alive, right? Story is contained in Acts 27. It's so powerful. Paul is doomed, holds many, many ideas uh, we could preach all day long about, but these sailors are trying to survive through the storm, and they went a long time without food. I don't know what you're facing today. Paul said, I urge you now, keep up your courage, because not one of you will die. That's hope. That's filled with hope, right? Paul never lost his hope. It's the last thing to die in a man, right? But it, but it can die. A lot of people think they lose their faith, but they're actually losing hope. They're losing hope. And when you lose hope, see, Satan's idea is to render you hopeless. You're never going to make it. This pandemic is never going to end. The church is never going to come back. The mission is never going to be done. How many know the devil is a liar? All of that's going to be done because Jesus said he'd build his church and the gates of hell cannot stop it. So don't let anything stop you. God wants to use you to bring hope to other people. Paul was in the minority, but his hope was contagious. It brought victory to the other people on the ship. They all thought they were going down, but he had a visit from the angel. I mean, oh, God will send a visiting angel to your house to keep that hope alive. Oh, I got to quit preaching. I just, I know we have to do all of this, but I'd rather preach. And, um, but you need to know what's happening at Oak Grove. So God wants to use you. Here's how you can do it. Often you'll need to encourage yourself in the Lord. Some of you right now going through something so devastating and you're going through it all by yourself. You're tired and you're weary and you want to give up. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Put your nose in the book. Put your knees on the ground. Lift your eyes toward heaven. Is anybody hearing me? And then daily you should wake up anticipating the favor of the Lord. Walking in the fog. Anticipate it. I just know God's going to bless me. If I know God and I do, it's about ready. He's about ready to bless your life. He's got a plan for you. I said he's got a plan for you. You just got to hold on to hope and believe it. And always trust the promises of God. Fight on, Oak Grove. Fight the good fight of faith. Because very soon, how many know it's going to be worth it all? We stand before Jesus. So, let's get into our purpose and our vision. Thank you all for letting me preach. Can't stand in this pulpit and not preach. This is a little bit more pastoral, leader, vision casting. But we'll go through these, these little slides so you can catch it. Many of you are new. If it's repetition for some of you, you can't remember what I preached last week, so it'll be new for you too, right? (laughs) Our vision at Oak Grove, help me say it, connect. We connect. We connect to people through to God, through worship, and to others through fellowship. We are a connecting church. Some of you are new today. You should be connecting with us. We can't do that unless we get to know you. Give us your name, your phone number. We won't stalk you, okay? Maybe. We're not coming to your house because it's COVID and you can't do it. But we do, we do like to get a hold of you and let you know we love you, right? If you get a hold of us, you, you will fall in love with us too. And number two is uh, grow. We grow. We grow through learning the word of God and helping others grow through Christ. It's discipleship is a part of who we are, right? Serve. 
We serve through involvement in our church and loving people in our community. We love this community. Oak Grove has been here 75 years. We'll celebrate in May. I've been here 20 of those years, about. So we want you to know that we're going to be serving this community. Continue. In the middle of a pandemic, we're going to serve them. I said for Mother's Day, we had to drive through last year, but we still blessed our moms. We had to drive through. We have to do it online, but we still bless our people who cannot make it in the, in the live services. How many glad to be here today? Is it just because my chili or you love the Lord? Both, both of them. I've got an honest one over here. Honest Abe. So we serve through involvement. We go anywhere to anyone at any time for the cause of Christ. We are missions crazy. I said, we're crazy about missions. I believe it's the reason the favor of God is on our life. Because if we as a church decided to do what God blesses, instead of asking God to bless what we're doing, we do what God blesses, right? So we connect every person, and every person has a right to the gospel at his or her level of understanding, right? That's the next slide, I believe, uh, our core values. Every person has a right in a pre- to the presentation of the gospel at his or her level of understanding. That simply means if you're a senior adult or a baby, if you're a youth or a child, if you're a young person, married couple, single, divorced, it wouldn't matter. How many know the gospel is for everybody? Everybody. And so we, we work hard to make sure we are a multi-generational church, right? And we are, are making sure we're multi-ethnical church, okay? We can't make that happen. Our city is made up of, of minorities, and there may be a spot or two of the minority in here, right? We should look like our community. All peoples from all walks of life, right? All different backgrounds, they come into this house, and this is who we are. We are. And we connect and we grow. We grow every person's needs, right? They all need a biblical moral compass to guide and protect us throughout life. We have the Bible. All of our faith, all of our conduct, everything we believe comes from the word of God. It is that way. It was that way. It will be that way. People can change. They can water down the gospel. Old Grove is going to stay steady as she goes. In fact, the whole ship could fall apart. We're holding the wheel. Even if we run it aground, how many know we're going to make it? Amen. That's our core values. This is preachy. I like this. You, pre- you preach better with this than you did with my sermon. All right. Core values serve. Every believer has unique gifts to be developed and used to strengthen the church. We have to strengthen the church. The church is only as strong as its people. Right? So find your gift. Utilize that gift for the Lord. Utilize that gift for the Lord. Yeah, we don't have time to get into it, but you can do a gifts assessment test and find out where you are. Or maybe just naturally, you're born and gifted, talented, naturally. Find your gift and plug it into the kingdom. We have a purpose. The church is to build the kingdom. And then go. Every believer has a purpose in advancing the global mission of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. So three things you can do. You can pray, right, which is a core value of our, we pray. You can give, you can give, right? So excited. We were at the BGMC banquet with Mary and Dave and Shirley, and Old Grove was number one in our district. Give the Lord praise for that, for BGMC. More importantly than being number one in the most money in the Southern Missouri district was we're training children. We're raising up a generation that knows about the mission of God. And every believer, even children, 
have a purpose in advancing the gospel message. And we're sending out missionaries from our own church. That's a good sign, folks. Our mission is accomplished through five strategic initiatives, worship, prayer, discipleship, evangelism, and missions. In the middle, it says, we are Oak Grove. That's the fellowship. That's the fellowship. That's the family. It's who we are. It's what harnesses us together in the Lord. It keeps us. We have, we have a core of people right there in the nucleus. Jesus is the core of our church, right? But there's a core group of people that make it happen. They make it happen. They are here. Rain, shine, zero temperatures or hot or cold, it doesn't matter. They are here. And through trauma times, traumatic times, they're still there. They are Oak Grove. And then there's, there, is a, there is the congregation, all the members that will meet in just a little while. And, and then there is the, there is the um, community, right, that, that's out there that hadn't come in yet. How many know there's still people to reach? Our vision's not finished until we reach the whole 417 community. So how do we do that? Through worship, right? Prayer, evangelism, discipleship, and missions. Worship is to create an atmosphere of spirit-filled worship. Spirit-filled worship. Spirit-filled worship. You know, there, there are some places you can go and very gifted people, very talented, you know, and you get goosebumps. I mean, no, we're not here for the opera. I said, we're not here for opera or, or the best voice or the best talent. We're here for Jesus. The best worship. We want the presence of the Lord. Prayer, we want to encounter God through seasons of focused prayer. We've been having some incredible prayer meetings, and we will continue to have those. Evangelism, we create opportunities. COVID has put a little damper on that, but we've tried other strategic ways to reach the community. Discipleship, training, and equipping people to lead themselves and then to lead others. But you can never leave any, lead anybody else till you learn how to lead you. You learn to lead you, then you can help us lead others. So, And then missions to be a local church with a global vision, making disciples around the world. So how we do this, Pastor, in the 417 community in the coming years, how we do this? We do this through three-phase strategy. It's called the Launch Initiative. And in the past, I don't know if you can see this. I'll tell it to you, though. Phase one was several years ago in 10 10 10 um, it was October 10th, 2010, uh, 10 years ago or so. We took up an offering that helped us, uh, freed us from the debt. Praise the Lord. Amen. And we started the launch fund, repairing and upgrading the indoor facilities. We had a lot of upgrade to do, a lot of repairs to do on old building. We're still doing it as of this week. Brand new $7,000 heater. But boy, does it feel good in my office. Amen. I had to put the air on. It was so hot. We tried to sell a property across the street, or that was our hope. Phase two, obtain the property north of Oak Grove, and we did. Could you praise the Lord for that? We, uh, we demolished the house and prepared the future uh, for the future, continued to increase the launch fund, upgrade the outdoor facilities. We had a beautiful sign. Everybody compliments. We had a beautiful fence there and uh, painted, repainted the outside of the church. It's beautiful inside and out. Uh, phase three, we began the process of building by getting plans and working with the architect. 2020 launch initiative came last year. The first phase to sell the property across the street. We had a buyer. We thought that the uh, the folks over at the Junior League would do it. They've been talking about it, but they uh, COVID hit, and they don't have it, and they're not going to do it. They said, you know, finally, I said, okay, at least we know you're not going to do it. We can proceed further. Uh, begin the soft launch. We, we put this uh, uh, together last year at this time. 
a soft launch. We wanted uh, in the in the seventy five year initiative, seventy five thousand dollars to solidify plans for the architect and get things ready and going. Phase two, we have a seventy five year celebration, right coming up in May. It's exciting stuff, and uh, we'll start a campaign after that to build the student center. And phase three would be to complete the launch fund, break ground on the student center, and build a building, not for the purpose of building a building, but for the purpose of reaching young people and children in the, in the 417. Would you help me give God praise for that? That's, that's where we were. <clears throat> so the 2021, today, uh, we have this, this uh, celebration coming up. Then we build, uh, we want to reach 75,000 in May. Phase three, we will go forward later. But how do you do that? What will the new center center look like? Uh, do we have that? Let's check that out. This is a, a, a specs of the new student center. Is there any more than that? That's the whole thing. Um, and then this will be the new. Look at all the people. Hallelujah. You build it, they will come. That's what it's showing. So it's a little roundabout uh, circular thing. Isn't it beautiful? A beautiful facility there. We keep the Family Life Center. Uh, we upgrade the foyer of the Family Life Center. Then we have that little um, L shape on the side there. That's going to be our new facility. Isn't it beautiful, though? Could somebody shout glory for the Lord has given us the city? That's uh, looks like most people are coming in from the front door. That's awesome. We better get us some greeters over there, folks. Anyway, that's what it looks like. I appreciated all the work that went into that, and it just kind of gets us excited about what's going to happen in the near future. You know, it does take money to do ministry. It really does. But uh, the Lord provides, doesn't he? I think if you have a vision and you pray and you cast the vision before the people, we must build because we have children and youth that need the Lord. I know it's been a little bit of a setback from COVID, but I thank God that you've kept your feet to the ground and you kept your heart and you kept your eyes on Jesus and we can celebrate today of what he's doing. We're going to thrive in year 75. Give the Lord praise one more time. Thank you so much, Ethan. The challenge is to reach the goal, $75,000 in 2021. And um, we gave you the challenge. To date, Oak Grove has given to the launch fund in 2020, $41,993. Oh, come on. I know it's cold outside, but you ought to be able to shout for that's $41,993. That's faithful in the middle of a of a pandemic. So we still need to raise $33,007 to reach the May 2nd goal, celebrating 75 years. Um, Rick DuBose is going to be with us. Linda, your pastor, your other pastor is coming to be with us. And I'm having lunch with Rick pretty soon to tell him Oak Grove is excited to get started. How can I personally get involved in this launch initiative? Well, um, on May 2nd. We turn 75, and we can, you can partner together with us to reach this goal. Um, if 110 people commit to give $100 a month for just three more months, 110 people for three more months, $100 a month, we reach our goal. That's how easy that is. <clears throat> Say, Pastor, I don't have $100. I know, so, so we made another one just for you. 
if 75 people committed to give $150 just three months, we'd reach our goal. <laughs> Fewer people, more money. <laughs> and we didn't leave you out. If 55 people committed to give 200 a month for just three months, we'd reach our goal. See how easy that is? So it's not equal giving. It's equal sacrifice. Three months. Three months we can reach our goal. So May 2nd, we'll come together to celebrate uh, and shout to the Lord because I believe we will do it. Thank you so much for partnering with us. Oh, Grove, you blessed us over the years. And um, you blessed this church not only with your finances, you blessed this church with your feet. With your feet. You showed up every time. There was a work day you showed up. You have your ministry. You show up for your ministry. You showed up to pray. You showed up to give. You, you showed up to go and work. And you showed up in the community. You didn't lose your head in the middle of all kinds of crises that we've had in the past. And I mean everything. We called this church Broke Grove for a long time. But not only were we broke, we were also, things were breaking broke. So you, every week we'd be like, so, so went to prayer meeting. Our board meetings were prayer meetings. They still are. Because nothing's guaranteed. Here's what I learned. What you could spend years building could be destroyed overnight. But if something destroys Oak Grove, let it be from the outside, not the inside. Come on now. Let this church move forward in faith. Don't lose your head. Don't lose your heart. And don't lose your hope. For the Lord is for us. And if God is for us, nobody can be against us. I didn't see an angel of the Lord last night because I and the Apostle Paul, two different people. Taylor, if I just saw an angel last night standing on the bow of the boat, <laughs> I would have grabbed him by the legs. There's no way a divine visitation is going to come next to me, and I'm not going to get a hold of it because <laughs> I have no answers. It looks like we're all going to crash. They already took the tackle, threw it overboard. They were ready to throw uh, other things overboard, including the crew. But we're not throwing anything overboard. We're going to throw our faith in the hands of our God. Don't panic. Don't lose heart. My favorite scripture, Galatians 6, 9, don't grow weary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap if you don't give up. If you don't give up. So I want to close in prayer, and uh, Chrissy, I, I'm done. Um, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, you have that blue paper that you had. And so if you have that paper, we want to take commitments and put them in the bucket right here in the offering plate. Uh, it's the blue paper that came that you came in with. And um, we're just asking you to take part in this. Maybe it's not 200 or 150. Maybe it's not 100. Whatever it is that you can help us do. You say, Pastor, I've finished mine right now. I just finished my, yeah, I know. So we're, we're giving you extra more opportunity to, so we can finish together. How I many know what we do, we have to do together. So we want you to, to fill that out and turn it in when we come up to pray. Uh, and, and then we're going to go back in the back and eat. And then we're going to believe God and celebrate. You could, maybe somebody has something come in. Your, maybe your stimulus check is coming. Maybe it came. Maybe another one's coming. I'm not sure. I don't believe anything till I see it. But you don't have anything to do with it. Give it to the building of future of the Oak Grove Assembly. Amen. Maybe you had an inheritance come in. Maybe you had a blessing come in. Maybe something happened and you got overblessed. Maybe you worked extra or just got a raise. I don't know what you got. 
But whatever you have, give it to the Lord for the glory of God and the future of his kingdom. I'm not really one that likes to ask for, for anything. I'm not afraid to ask. But if this builds the purpose and the future of Oak Grove and blesses the community of 417, then we're on the right track. How many believe the Lord's coming soon? There's one thing I don't want when the day of the Lord comes. And that's a lot of money in the missions account. I know we have some reserve in case we have problems. We take care of our missionaries. But when the Lord comes back, I hope we don't have a red cent because we gave it all away. Invested it into the kingdom. So would you stand with me right now and take that little piece of paper, your 21 launch, 2021 launch initiative commitment. You can give it weekly. You can give it monthly. You can give a one-time gift to Oak Grove. And we will celebrate together in 75. Does everybody have one? Who does not have one of these? One, two, three. Okay. Well, Gary's going to help us get one to you, and then we're going to pray. You can bring it in here, or you can put it back there to, uh, in, the, in the box where the tithe and the offering goes. Be nice to put it here. We can celebrate together. <clears throat> Raise your hand one more time, Gary. I'll hand you one of these. Got one up front right there in Maryland. Maryland, Ricky, and my girl here. Oh, Max. Max, you can have mine. Thank you, buddy. Melissa and I are also committed to this. Staff is committed to this. The board is committed to this. We're all committed to this. Now, I understand 33,000. You did 44, right? So that's very doable. Just shorter amount of time. If you can't do it today, you could do it over the span of three months. If you don't do it by May, you can still do what you can, whenever you can. But how many is ready to trust the Lord? Anybody believe we're on the right track here? Father, we love you. Stretch your hand toward these posters. This architectural structure, Lord, is just a, just a tool in the hands of our awesome God. And Lord, we as your people, we ask, Lord, we shared the vision. We've been praying. We've been talking about the vision been casting the vision. Unless the Lord builds the house, unless the Lord builds the house, we labor in vain that try to build it. I'm praying for your provision, for your people to come up with something to be able to give. We give to missions, but we are a mission as well. We have to take care of home base. So I pray everybody in this building would understand. Those of you online, you didn't get a piece of paper or whatever, but that's all right. Online, you can still make up in your heart a commitment. You can do it online. You can give online or text to give or however you want to do it. But Father, we thank you for a beautiful facility. Thank you for the people that kept it up and the workers who make it happen. For 2021 and beyond, we're believing you for a miracle. Everybody involved, everybody can do something in Jesus' name. So we never lose heart about the ministry or the multitudes, and especially not about the master. We rest in your provision. We're renewed by your peace, and we rejoice in your presence. Bless your people and bless this offering in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. We're going to worship.